Well, hey there, sweet teacher, and welcome to the Joyful in Primary podcast. Congratulations, you have found your people. Whether you are reveling in the joys of primary teaching, searching for your teacher joy, or looking for a way to get it back, this podcast is for you. My mission is to help you find joy in teaching because a joyful teacher is a teacher who stays. And sweet teacher, we need you. I believe every teacher can find this joy inside. And I'm honored to help you achieve just that. During our time together, you'll find encouragement, classroom management tips, and teaching strategies all focused on improving your joy. Because the more joy you have, the greater your impact will be on your precious little learners. If that sounds like your kind of destination, let's get going on this journey together. Well, hey there, my joyful friend. Welcome to the Joyful in Primary podcast. My name is Tony, and it is my passion and purpose to spread my joy for being a primary teacher. And you, my friend, are helping me fulfill that purpose just by being here. I hope this new episode finds you healthy, happy, and enjoying your prestigious title as one of the best teachers ever. If you caught me my last episode, number 88, you know that I'm facing a very unusual year with a community and school building that is recovering from a historical flood and historical damage. Just a quick update, I have spent the last six days in my classroom and we have only two days until we go back to teaching, back to the classroom. Can you imagine a completely gutted school and classroom needing a complete overhaul in only six days. Maybe you can imagine just how tired and exhausted I am at this moment, but it's still awesome to get time and focus to come and chat with you. I am vlogging, sort of, not good at it yet, about this journey, and I hope to have that up on YouTube soon. So if you're interested to see what this journey has been like and what my classroom looks like, you can follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I hope to have that up for you within a week. I'm also going to ask you a huge favor. If you find time, my sweet teacher, I know how busy you are, trust me. But please consider leaving a review here on the podcast to let me know that the content I'm sharing and the ideas that I have are relevant and purposeful for you. If not, I want to change things up. I want to be what you need me to be. I want to be that voice in your head that gives you the encouragement and joy that you need to go back and do what you do again and again. And that is make a huge difference. But moving on to today's content, I want you to know that even though your school year may be already well underway, my thoughts are still in these very first days. We go back in two days. So my thoughts are surrounding the most important work of all, which is building those relationships that will serve me all year. But here's the good news for you. I've also tailored this information to make sure it is completely relevant, no matter what time of year or frame of mind you're in right now. Today's topic is all about building those family relationships, and we can always use some work in that area, trust me. 
Within my professional development course called Joyful Teacher Academy, I have a whole module dedicated to relationships. It's called Connect with Joy. As I was revisiting some of this content as I began the new school year, I realized that I wanted to share one tip I provide my students within the lesson about connecting with families. This content is for them, but I wanted to share it here on the podcast for everyone because it's just oh so good and so powerful. Whether you know it or not, teacher, there is one secret weapon within your care, within my care, within all of us actually, that has the power to supercharge our connections with families. It is deeply underutilized in our field, and I have focused on using it year after year to build connections that uplift, encourage, and even protect me in this career. Are you ready to know what it is? Alrighty, friend, let's dive in. The thing about most secret weapons is that sometimes there really isn't anything mysterious or secret about them. For example, my secret weapon for getting my lesson plans done is to put my phone in another room. My secret weapon for having a peaceful, calm morning is to get up 30 minutes earlier than I really want to. I'm betting you have secret weapons in your life too that are actually not so secret but unlock astounding results for you, almost like finding a centuries-old key to a hidden portal. Those beautiful keys are actually all around us. We just don't always see them or choose to pick them up. So when you hear about this secret weapon, I want you to keep this in mind, that sometimes the most powerful tools or strategies available to us are actually ordinary actions that have the capability to bring extraordinary results. This magical top secret weapon that so many of us underuse and don't recognize in our work to connect with families is simply our own voice. Listen to this quote. Words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning. Maya Angelou said this, the author and actress. This quote fits perfectly, absolutely hand in hand with what I've learned from experience in my time as a teacher. We all know and understand that communication is key in relationships. No relationship can exist without communication, right? Now look around you and more than likely at you. And see how we deliver the largest majority of our communication today. Of course, it's through email, text, messaging, and DMs, right? That is how my life works. It is just the reality and the generation that we live in. And here is a personal example from my life. I've messaged my sister pretty often, but actually haven't heard from her in over a month. She is one of the dearest creatures in my life. Many times I feel more like her mother since we don't have our mom anymore. Yet I haven't heard her voice in that long. Seems pitiful, doesn't it? But every now and then something awesome happens with my sister. Most of the time we're too busy to actually call each other. 
That is just fact. We both have big families, lots of kids, jobs, supper to cook, and all of that. But when we get to really missing each other and still don't have the time, we send voice messages. It's just a snippet of voice that replaces whatever we would have typed. And it is powerful. Just like Maya Angelou said, it is the same words on a deeper level. It feels different. It's digested differently. It is powerful. Just to further prove this point, I save all of the voice messages from my sister because her voice is so important and precious to me. I never want to lose it. So yes, I have lived, observed, and do believe that we underutilize our voice when connecting with families, and it steals away those connections, emotional experiences that could bring us more support, more connections, and more joy in these relationships. One of my other favorite quotes says that the human voice is the instrument of the soul. If we want to blare the melodies in our hearts for families to hear, we must use the correct instrument. We must utilize our voice. It is uniquely, beautifully designed and only belongs to you. And I'm sorry, friend, no email, no text or DM can represent your true intention, love and care like your voice can. So now I hope you've realized the power hidden in that voice. Use it, my friend, extensively. And just in case you're not sure how to do just that in building these relationships with families or how to improve what you are already doing, I want to give you some ideas that can help you pull that secret weapon out and use it like a pro. The great news is that it's not hard at all. I debate that it may be even easier most of the time. Because typing documents and messages is sometimes a long process. So here are strategies that I use and love, and I hope you can try in the future to play more of that beautiful instrument for families to hear. Strategy number one is to use voice messaging. I know, I know, it's obvious, right? But it isn't natural to us at all until we make a habit of it. Plus, it isn't always as convenient, especially if you're like me and live in a house bursting with loud children. But yes, every single messaging app or tool that we use has the capability to record a voice message. The funny thing is, it's often much faster. Since I've created this habit and use it the majority of time when communicating with families, I prefer it. As I said, it's not always appropriate, but if I have a lengthier message to send, it is much easier and much more effective. The response from parents is always more pronounced and full of appreciation. They feel like it took me more time and thought, but really, it doesn't. Secret weapon, baby. If you're not sure how to utilize voice messaging in our email or other apps, do a quick Google search. For example, type in how to add audio messages to Gmail, Outlook, or Facebook Messenger. I love, love, love using voice messaging rather than text. Strategy number two is to do video or audio newsletters and updates. I know most of us hate video, me included. But boy, oh boy, are these methods effective. 
And the good news is they don't have to be available to the public. You can share them only with those in your classroom. You can share them only with families. I mean, we were on video excessively during the virtual days. We should be a little bit used to it. But yes, when there is news, upcoming events, or just important updates to share, it is really great to send an audio or video update to your families. I usually do this via our private Facebook group. But again, every tool I know of has this capability. I usually do these directly after my students leave in the evening and I call it my video newsletter. I bullet point what I want to say, set up my phone, and press record. You will never receive the kind of response from your paper newsletter, my friend. Families feel so connected to hear how much you care for their child and the things that are going on in your classroom. And just as a side note, I do still send a paper copy of this information home because I know many families rely on the printed dates and information to stay on track. But this extra step, which takes me less than 10 minutes per week, ensures that my voice is out there, solidifying those connections. And as a bonus tip, you can record these Upload to your Google Drive and then generate a free QR code to insert with your paper newsletter. Or just send that link through text. It is very versatile and can be adapted to however you like to communicate. So consider doing a video or at least an audio newsletter. Get that voice playing out there beautifully for everyone to hear. The last tip I'll share today is number three, and that is the use of good old-fashioned phone calls. The first two tips are easy, very efficient when it comes to time, but this one, my friend, will open the secret compartment within the secret weapon if you choose to use it. It's a big deal, and deep down, we all know it. We feel like it is impossible to reach this one, but is it really? Like I said earlier about my sister, the voice messages are special, but man, oh man, an actual phone call can leave me feeling amazing, deeply connected, and appreciated. Because in those moments, I realize no matter how busy her life is or my life is, our relationship is important enough to overcome those barriers. And sometimes they're just excuses. Let's be honest. Why can't we give this gift of our voice time and full attention to our families by taking the time to call people more? I do make phone calls, and I'm sure that you do too. But most of the time, it's only when absolutely necessary. I'm not just calling you out here. I'm calling out myself. Most of the time, they're concerning bad news or some need that has to be met immediately. It's never just to connect. It is my goal to improve this this school year, and I'm encouraging you to do the same. So here is my plan, and maybe you can utilize it as well. I've taken my class list, and I've split it into four sections. And each week, I'm going to tackle one of those. For now, I plan to make these calls before I leave the building each day. 
maybe one or two, depending on how long it takes per day. I've also made a small list of points to talk about and questions to ask. Of course, I'll always begin with sharing my adoration for them and their child, but I'll also ask, how is your child enjoying school? Do you have anything you'd like for me to know? Do you have any questions? This will ensure that I'm connecting with families every single month, getting to know them and providing that important evidence that they are my teammate this school year. I want to relay the underlying message that, hey, I can't do this without you. I'll also take notes and track these conversations so I can build on them the next time. And just so I'm holding myself accountable here, I plan to share my results with this after a few months here on the podcast, and I'll let you know how it goes. It will take some new habit formation for me, but I know in the end it will bring massive results. So wish me luck and maybe try it with me. And that wraps up all three strategies for using that secret weapon, your voice. And here's a quick recap to bring it all together. Our voice is so powerful in building connections. Families need to hear it in order to know, like, and trust you. This is Communication 101, but we've gotten away from this in our so-called hectic, technology-filled lives. Three ideas or strategies you can try to input more voice into your connections with families is to use voice messaging instead of text, create video or just audio updates and newsletters, and finally, use phone calls to connect like never before. Try one of these ideas or one of your own, but remember throughout the year to infuse that deeper meaning, to play that beautiful instrument. Make that incredible, loving voice of yours heard so families can connect with you more than ever. Sweet teacher friend, if you love this content, don't leave here today without signing up for the Joyful Teacher Academy waitlist that I will link in the show notes below. JTA is my signature professional development course for teachers looking to find joy in their career. It isn't open now because I'm still focusing on my current group of students, but will be available later this year. I'll keep you updated. If you add your name and email to the waitlist, it simply means you'll be the first to be notified when doors are open again. And since you're still here, I know the content of this course is something you'd love. So take a quick second and go sign up. With that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and can use some of the ideas I've shared here to supercharge those family connections. Use that secret weapon. And until we meet again, go make a difference, my joyful teacher friend. Teacher, I just loved getting to share this time together. If it was valuable to you, consider signing up for notifications at teachertony.com forward slash subscribe. Never miss a tip, strategy, or freebie. If there's a teacher you'd like to share some joy with, please invite them to join us. But I hope to see you back here soon. 
For now, I want you to picture how your teaching life can be more joyful after today's chat. Right now is the best time to go make it happen, my friend.